0: All right, welcome in everybody to another episode of Dolphins Now, presented by VSG. We're going to talk preseason week three, our final game. It was a hot one. We're going to go a little lightly into the box score this week. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. We're going to look at who we think might not make the 53-man roster. In other words, who really sucks? Again, uh, Preston Williams. Uh, So anyway, take a seat. Grab a drink. Let's talk some football. I'm Chris Biadio and I'll be your host this week, joined by the illustrious Gorito. How you doing, man?
1: Hey, hey. We're finally here. We've made it to the end of the pre-season. Oh my goodness. I thought we'd never get here, but I'm so excited for 2 weeks from today. We're gonna be hosting the patriots in hard rock stadium and it's going to be a blast cannot wait we're so close i'm officially starting the timer very excited man did, did we you, have
0: well, did you notice my uh my reuse of the illustrious tag from <laughs> yeah. episode one
1: yes yeah no i, I uh, anytime <laughs> i hear illustrious <laughs> i uh i notice it because you know it's not a word that i hear often so oh yeah. no not at all yeah, yeah. Wait a, Rare word. Hey, there's nothing wrong with recycled words. Not at all. Before. Not at all. Good. Uh, all right. So let's unpack kind of a couple of things that happened in the game. Just kind of deliver our first impressions before we go over to the box score. And this one has some fireworks 48 to 10, Miami Dolphins over the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles didn't look very good pretty much at any point. The Dolphins, on the other hand, look great. We got to see Tua and Tyreek for the first time. We got to see Greg Little playing left tackle for Coleman. Coleman moved over to, I believe it was right guard. Right tackle. Right tackle. So Coleman moved over to right tackle. Uh, Little at at left tackle, which had a phenomenal night. thought he played really well. And yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, (laughs) we're going to unload and kind of go into a little bit more into the details of how we got to that 48 those 48 points but overall man what a fun game to end the preseason with for miami kind of building up the confidence going into week one against the patriots man it it was just exciting me and crispy were we're watching the game you know as we were on a call and we're both just absolutely just going ballistic and screaming it was it was such an exciting beginning you know beginning just because we got to see two and tyreek and the connection finally happened in a game and it did not Disappoint? No, it
0: did not. Man, this this was an absolute beatdown of a the game. Uh, it, we, there was more points than I expected to see. Uh, I was scrolling Twitter after the game here a little while ago, and I saw an interesting little statistic. Uh, I don't know if he's the 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 guy that tweeted it initially, but Tim Reynolds. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at by Tim Reynolds. Uh, he tweeted, 48 is the most points ever by the Dolphins in a preseason game. Previous mark being set at 45 in 1974. So if that's any precursor for what's to come, I think we all should be very excited. Uh, Looking I mean, at the game, I mean, you you said it best. Some fireworks. Oh, know, yeah. Two at a Tyreek, first play of the game, 51 yards massive play some people might say it's underthrown. uh I say it's a completion so why do we care but uh looking forward to that for the next uh hopefully four or five four or five seasons gonna be a great connection for us
1: look I'm gonna go wow. on record and say that Tua gets the most sl- slander from any other player that I've seen in the NFL. He, people love to see him fail. They want to see him fail. Was the throw underthrown? Could, it, could, it, could, it, could the ball have been thrown a little bit better and possibly lead to a touchdown? Yeah, of course sure. it could
0: have. Yeah, Tua himself said it in his, his post-game yeah. press conference. But there's no sense in constantly beating the guy down because yeah. he's going to do every, it for himself.
1: Yeah, every, every little thing that isn't perfect, everyone wants to focus on that. Yeah. Um, good the good news is i know tua has got a good head over her shoulders so he'll be all right but it's just one of those things you know people love to see people fail and Tua's kind of has has that to deal with as the year progresses and hopefully he starts to silence the critics as he plays on and on um all right we're gonna go and move on to the box score Chris, we want to go over uh how did our offensive production go and how did it get spread around to, uh tonight
0: man when I tell you our offense was on fire, it was absolutely—it it, was—you could not tell the difference between the temperature of the surface of the sun and the temperature of our offense. Oh yeah, there was no difference there. In oh, fact, yeah. you might have been able to say the Dolphins' offense was hotter. I mean, we were on fire. Tua Tonga vailoa six of seven for one twenty-one a touchdown, no picks. He got sacked once for 7 yards, had a perfect passer rating. If you don't know what perfect passer rating is. It's 158.3. And that is a rare occurrence in the NFL. Following up his performance, Skylar Thompson went 7 of 10 for 103, 3 touchdowns, no picks, did not get sacked a single time in the game, had a rating of 142.9. Again, Great performance. Now, here's where we get a little wishy washy. And this is where our Skylar Thompson QB2 conversation comes from. Teddy Bridgewater completed 40% of his passes, 4 of 10 for 74 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, didn't get sacked. He had a rating of 66.3. Something seemed like it doesn't quite fit in there to you.
1: Look, I don't know if there's been enough to get, you know, Skyler in at two and Teddy off the 53. I don't, I don't know if there's enough there, there, you know, there were a couple of, uh, of drops that Teddy had to deal with today. I know that. Yes. Um, I, I, did notice like two or three drops that he had put the ball in a pretty good spot. And just didn't get any favors. You know, but it, it's it's interesting because you know Skyler, you know Teddy didn't necessarily play bad or anything, but Skyler no. comes in, he's just slinging three touchdowns, you know, in the second half of the game. It's, um, it's such a rare thing to see in the NFL as a third string quarterback who had the preseason that Skyler Thompson has has a I mean, seventh is,
0: round pick.
1: Yeah, it's it's insane. Like what he's doing is 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 just not something that we're used to seeing. Um. He was rolling to his weak side, running left, and like torched his body around and just threw like a 50-yard bomb to easy E. And they 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 interfered him and stuff. And he made it look like he did it with ease. I, so clearly it was dropped
0: immediate it was dropped as a dime. It was in yeah. his hands. But if he hadn't been in double coverage, it would have been hauled in easily.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. All right, look this guy, this kid is special. He definitely has The tools to be super successful in the league. Does it necessarily mean that Teddy will go because of how great a preseason that he's had? I just don't think so. But, you know, if it, like I said before, I said this in the last podcast, if it comes down to needing that 53rd spot for somebody else, Teddy will be unemployed. They're not going to let Skyler go, no matter what. Yeah.
0: So it's uh, the thing that makes Teddy hard to get rid of is that fully guaranteed contract.
1: Yeah. And, you know, if you want specifics, or if you want uh, not specifics, if you want a guarantee, I guarantee you that the Dolphins don't ever release Skylar Thompson. So there's your guarantee. Skylar's a is a part of the. You know, he's part of the 53. Yeah, because if they no, release him,
0: he's not making it out of waivers.
1: He's not, and and there's no, no guarantee uh, for Teddy. But unless there is someone, I mean hey, we may need it for our wide receiver room or our banged up cornerback room. We may need the yeah. room for the 53 completely in skill positions and other other spots. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll learn very here pretty soon, you know, this upcoming week of what's exactly going to happen. But I can tell you this much, Skyler is not going anywhere. I don't know about Teddy yet. I don't think that they're going to like just kick him away, you know, if, especially no. if they can fit him on the roster. Um, it's going to be interesting to see that all kind of uncover though.
0: Yeah. You know, you, you said it. We'll We'll find out real soon here who's going to make that 53-man roster. In fact, I'm going to jump a little further down our little note list here. And I'm going to say our uh, 53-man cut-down date is Tuesday, August 30th. So, by Tuesday, August 30th, I think it's 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have to be cut down to that 53-man roster. And then the following day the practice squad opens for those that have cleared waivers so that's as soon as we'll find out who's making the 53 and who's not so anyway that said we're going to move on to our rushing attack and that was absolutely again not to be redundant here but for lack of a better word our rushing attack was on fire Jared Dokes, 11 carries for 67 yards. Miles Gaskins, 6 carries for 39 yards. Savon Ahmed, 4 for 30. Mostert, 2 for 29. Saquandre White, 4 for 26. Sony Michelle, 5 for 15. Man, I mean, just lit it up for numbers in a rushing game. None of our running backs averaged less than three yards a carry. And if you take Sony Michelle out of that bunch. None of our running backs averaged less than six yards a carry.
1: Yeah, doing the quick math, that looks like 204 yards of rushing on the night. Uh, you know, yeah, and I agree. It, it was a spectacular rushing night. It's nice to see because we've been struggling to run the ball in the first two preseason games. It's clear that Mike McDaniel's had a plan for the team to come out and really establish the run. I thought the O line played fant- you know the best game by far in preseason so far by the O line. Oh yes. Yes. uh you know teddy had all day tua had time skyler had time i mean the o-line just in general just played really well from beginning to end um and it clearly shows in the rushing attack it's interesting though i, w- I will point out that all those numbers sound pretty impressive except for the very last one you read sony michelle with the 15 yards on six carries is what you said five carries five carries. So I mean, out of all the running backs, he still, you know, was the least efficient. However, I know he had, he did, he was a goal line back. Which yes, he did get that know, touchdown late in the yeah. game,
0: or no, it's, early it's in the
1: game. Early in the game, it's a good yeah. sign for Michelle that he is the goal line back. However, I, like I, I, mean, I don't know. I, I I watched Michelle in this game again, the second game in a row, and man, we have so many good options where I just don't know if Michelle is is in that room. You know, I, I feel like we have yeah. other options, there, especially the way that Tokes look, man. He, Dokes even looked like he had an absolute, I mean, he had a pep in his step. He was, he was looking good.
0: Yeah. He went on and had himself a day. Yeah. So, I mean, looking at that, you've got Jared Dokes, Miles Gaskin, Savon Ahmed, Raheem Mostert, Zaquandre White, Sony Michelle. That's six running backs that played today. We cannot keep all six. So, again, August 30th, they're going to have to cut them. And who knows how many we're going to carry. Are we going to carry two? Are we going to carry three? Are we going to carry four? That'd be insane. Right? So who's going to get cut? Who's going to get moved to the practice squad? And if you're interested to find out who we think is going to make it and who's going to get cut, keep your eyes peeled because before Tuesday, we're going to be coming out with another episode here at Dolphins Now, a shorter episode like this, where we're going to go over our roster cuts, who we think is going to make it and give some of our season predictions. So that being yep. said, moving on to our receiving room, Tyreek Hill. big Two big plays, two receptions, 64 yards, no touchdowns on two targets. River Craycraft, I think he's cemented himself a, uh, a roster spot, four receptions on seven targets for 54 yards and a touchdown. Lynn Bowden, one for 39 on one for one touchdown. Right? I mean, our entire receiving room had a day except for one big name. Can you guess who I'm going to go at?
1: Don't do it to him. Don't do it to him.
0: But I got to You got to Preston Williams. Man, you flashed your first few seasons here in Miami. And it looked good for you. It really did. You looked good with Tua last season. And then you got hurt. Bring in a new regime. Bring in a bunch of new better receivers. And you just kind of get buried on the depth chart. You come out on Twitter. You say you're unhappy. You don't feel like you're getting your opportunities. You start getting opportunities in the return game. And you muff a punt. I just, you know, not saying I could go out and do what you do. I have no formal training in playing the game of football. But from the outside looking in, it looks like you're one of the few odd men out in that receiver room.
1: Yeah, Miami will move on from Preston Williams. Um, I think that's pretty clear. Again, loaded wide receiver room. We'll see how it all pans out. Craft definitely is, you know, really making it difficult on the coaching staff. So, again, It's going to be so difficult to watch these cuts happen, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see what, uh, you know, how my vision of the team has been different than McDaniels. So we'll see exactly how that kind of pans out here pretty soon.
0: Yeah. Not a whole lot happening on defense. Everybody was pretty consistent. We're not going to go over who had how many tackles and so on and so forth. Uh, Sam Aguavon had a sack and a tackle for loss, as well as a pass defended and a QB hit. Sam had a day today. Channing Tindall had a sack and a QB hit. Looking good there, Rook, but uh, you struggled a little bit when it came to tackling. Uh, Scrolling down the list here a little bit more, Benito Jones and Jalen Phillips, both with tackles for loss to round out that group. And Jalen Phillips with another two QB hits. So, not a huge day for the defense in terms of stats. But when you look at that score and you see that we held them to ten points, that's a pretty good day for the defense, and they've got to be feeling very, very good about themselves.
1: Yeah, Noah Eganogany also had a really good pass breakup yes, on one-on-one yes. coverage on the outside. So it was happy to see Noah kind of get out of the doghouse for a game. Um, <laughs> You know, I think his job is safe. Once again, I said this last last week's podcast. I think his job is safe simply because we just don't have a lot of corners. You know, we just lost Mackenzie Alexander for the year. Uh, you know, so it's looking like Noah's probably safe for another year. And at least I'm happy to see that he did have a nice uh, PBU in the in the in, in this game tonight. So good to see. Good, happy for him. Um, that was a really great play by him. Uh, also, Elijah Campbell had a pick six for her touchdown. Yep, which was electric. Um, I had picked
0: it off, returned it for thirty yards.
1: Yeah, I had uh, made a comment about Logic Campbell last week, trying to see if you know he could uh, make something happen. here hearing some good things about him in camp and made a huge play, and uh, you know, so a couple a couple of standouts for Probably sure. Probably cemented secondary. himself a
0: roster spot
1: there. Absolutely, Logic Campbell is not going to be off this team. So,
0: and uh, our last couple notes here for the box score before we move on, because I know we do want to keep the time short here. Our Mm -hmm. kicking game, Jason Sanders, the Sandman, two for two. Perfect on the night. His longest of the night being 55 yards. Six of six on extra points. Six extra points. Oh, my Lord. 12 points on the night for Jason Sanders. And Thomas Morstead punted twice. That's a great stat.
1: Twice. uh,
0: (laughs) He averaged 54.5 yards. (laughs) Per punt, it's really nice to see that we have a decent punting yeah. game and we're not overusing it.
1: Yeah, I wonder. <sighs> uh, I wonder who the Bills are going to go get now that they had cut their punter Matt Hawk got Signed well, by another team. Yeah,
0: he's on the Colts now, and he's <laughs> yeah. burning up, burning it up in the
1: Colts. Doing well over there. I'm, I'm
0: glad for him. As long as it's not against the, the Dolphins.
1: All right. So, uh, thank you for the box score. There um, looks like. That is the end of the box score. I mean, we talked about it a little bit already. Uh, I won't. I won't go again. I won't talk about it too much. You're gonna see the highlights. It's all over Twitter. It's everywhere. It's over a bomb, million
0: views now already. Yeah, the opening. <laughs> it bomb almost is had a million of- views in that first hour after yeah. it got posted by the NFL. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Give it those extra views because absolutely. He's gotten some it, uh some pretty comment. bad high viewed videos out there, especially that first video, him underthrowing Tyreek in OTAs. We gotta get a better video out there.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, Tua looked really sharp. He looked ready to go. He had that killer instinct, I- instinct kind of, you know, in him, I feel like. Uh Tyreek looked absolutely he just looked like a different he's just a different person on the on the field. He he just separates himself so clearly from the rest of the people uh that was out there. You know, the two clearly have the chemistry's clearly there. It's going to be an exciting season between these two guys. Um, I mean, there's not really much to say. It was a great throw to Tyreek. Deep could have been a little bit further, could have let him a little bit more. But at the end of the day, uh, he made a great read, fired into the middle of the field, nice and deep, right where the defenders couldn't touch it. It's a great throw, a great catch. And uh, yeah, uh, that's my only thoughts on, on that. I don't know if you have anything else for, for those two guys. <laughs> no, not at all. You I mean, hit there's, the nail on the head just, there. It's kind of speechless there. Look, we know yeah. what two and, Ty- and Tyreek are gonna be as the year progresses. It's only gonna get better. We haven't even seen Waddle and Hill on the on the on the field at the same time yet. So
0: if uh if my screaming was good content, I'd scream for you. But uh I don't <laughs> yeah. think
1: that needs to be heard. Yeah, no, we were both we we're both going kind of crazy. Um yeah, and then I just wanna wrap up with just saying the you know, the running game again, you know, again we we touched this touch about touched on this during the box score, but uh, it was good to see the Dolphins move the football in the running game. We hadn't seen it yet. Um, there was a lot of good movement. Man, Greg Little, again, I'm going to talk about Greg Little again. He, he looked phenomenal playing left tackle. He looked really well. Um, makes me wonder if the, maybe the Dolphins knew what they had in Greg Little, but he just wasn't healthy yet. That's probably what it was. Uh, he looked really good. Um, yeah. So uh, running game got a lot of juice. Uh, overall, the running back room looked great. I love Salvan Ahmed in this one. I thought he had a great game. I love the way that he runs.
0: Oh, he had a great burst. Oh, step. man.
1: Yeah. I, I have I have the lineup being, you know, Edmonds, Moster, however you want to put those two side by side. They're probably going to split carries. And then I have... Yeah. Man, I have Ahmed as the third. Uh, I do. He, he is clearly one of the more athletic backs that we have, and he's such a well-balanced back as well. So... I really like Ahmed at three. And then uh, for. Well, he just
0: adds to our whole dynamic, which is speed. Oh, we are as sure. fast as we could humanly be. And, you know, pairing Raheem and Ahmed and uh, Edmonds together, I mean, that's just hellacious speed out of the backfield.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great running back room. It's going to be exciting to watch those guys kind of develop with this offense as we continue. Uh, and yeah, that, I mean, look, we're 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 gearing up. We're almost there. We're gonna see this offense in full full force coming here in a couple weeks in Hard Rock. Super excited to watch it. Um, however, there is some sad news tonight. Yes, this was the last time, at least planned, that we'd see Skylar Thompson play football. <laughs> so, you know, that is the only downside to today's, you know. Hopefully we never see him play this year and it may have been the last time we see him for the year. Um, And so uh, we're going to miss him and just everything that he, he kind of, he kind of lit it up this preseason and it made it exciting to watch these games. So uh, love, love me some Skylar, love me some Tua Tyreek. This running. I mean, I'm so, I'm so pumped. I don't even know where to go. My head's just going a million different directions. I'm just excited to get this show on the road against the top 100 player in Mac Jones
0: the top 85 number yeah. 85 on the top 100 list but i will cut you off there a little bit uh on a somewhat softer note here uh i'd like to take a minute and just kind of respect the uh the great man that the Miami Dolphins lost today oh yes uh, we were informed the team was informed uh after the game that uh, dolphins senior vice president of communications and community affairs jason jenkins passed away i mean this this guy had such an effect on the community and you know i didn't i didn't personally know the guy i don't think g did either we're not uh celebrities like that um but just kind of wanted to point some uh, point some attention over there Everybody, send your your T's and P's, thoughts and prayers, as uh, Pat McAfee would say. Uh, keep their families and their friends, those that are close to them, close to your hearts as well in uh, these trying times for them. But uh, enough of that. that was we'll move somber. into uh, we'll move into Skylar Thompson here, and I think this coincides here with our normal. Game MVP award. You may not agree. I have a feeling you do. Uh, But I'm going to hand out my game MVP to Skylar Thompson. I feel like, hopefully, the final time we hand it out to Skylar Thompson this season. Because if we have to hand it out again, it means something happened to Tua. So God forbid we have to hand it out again. So hopefully this is the last time we hand out the game mvp to mr skylar thompson it's been a hell of a run man it's Been a hell of a oh run. yeah
1: until next preseason <laughs> shout out skylar thompson great, great our new and friend. better reed senate <laughs> that is right
0: that is right so uh, uh i see here on our notes i'm supposed to mention our our roster cuts what date they're supposed to be but i hit that earlier i'll yeah, just sure quickly did. mention again August 30th, Tuesday, we have to be cut down, our rosters, they have to be cut down to 53 men, and then the following day, 24 hours after that, our practice squad opens up, so keep your eyes out for that, keep your eyes out also for our shorter episode of Dolphins Now coming out before then, well, most likely Sunday night, just so keep your eyes open for that, so you can see who we think is going to make the 53-man roster, and who we think might get cut.
1: Yep. Come back tomorrow night. We're going to have our final thoughts and takes on the Dolphins roster going into cuts. We'll make our final 53. We'll read them out, give our predictions, see how close we can get and see how well of a GM we are compared to Chris Greer and and Mike McDaniels. So uh, looking forward to tomorrow night. And then we're going to take a little bit of a break uh we'll have a a, almost a week off and then we'll do another show probably maybe next weekend kind of introing in after the rosters have been announced and then bringing in the new season of football but with that being said we will be back uh tomorrow night possibly the next day with that you know with the roster predictions maybe one more show after that but if not hey we're about two weeks away from crunch time and game time and I cannot wait till we have our first podcast of Real Football you know, come in here and talk about the things that actually do matter and getting to see Tua and all the guys for a full actual game against Matt Jones and the New England Patriots AFC East rival so very excited looking forward to it can't wait to continue to you know kind of get used to this whole podcast life with my, with my buddy Crispy over here and hopefully we Get some feedback and um, continue to make these podcasts something that is, uh, you know, good for you all as y'all listen, you know, when you're driving or whatever, whatever you do, whenever you do listen to us. So we're just excited to continue it on and pumped that I get to do it with my buddy Crispy. So anyways, get out of here, Crispy. I'm (coughs) in the roof of bed.
0: So am I, but I'm going to keep you up here a little bit Oh, gosh. Keeping up with our tradition here on Dolphins Now, I ask you an unexpected question. Why
1: am I, like, always the same reaction at the end? Like, I legit am ready to You never expect it. (laughs) And then he's like, oh, I got a question for you. Okay, I do. What you got? I
0: have a question for you. Coming up on our regular season here, there's a lot of excitement surrounding the Dolphins, right? There's a lot of big-name players on the Dolphins that are expected to produce... Who do you think, what player do you think on the Dolphins 53-man roster, what player do you think is going to be the most valuable throughout this next coming season?
1: Most valuable for this next season? Doesn't have to
0: be best player. Doesn't have to be most popular player. Doesn't have to be Tua, you know, Mostert, Tyreek. But I mean, who do I'm, you I'm think go, is going I'm to be go the outside. biggest for yeah. Our moments in winning or losing
1: games. I'm gonna go outside the box a little bit here. It's easy to say Tua. Uh, obviously, that's a a pretty easy, you know, easy take. I'm actually gonna go Javon Holland. Hmm. Um, man, look, we know how important it is to have a great safety play on your defense i remember rashard rashard jones Ooh, when he was playing in my one of my favorite safeties that we had i agree number, number 20 loved watching him play um so you know we watched eric rose step in and brandon jones step in and kind of you know mix between strong safety and free safety and now we have javon holland who's an absolute stud I hear he's just causing havoc in practice all the time, battling with Tua. This guy picks off Tua like it's nothing, obviously, apparently. So I can't wait for him to do it to somebody else. I mean, look at the way Mac Jones is throwing into six-man coverage in the middle of <laughs> the field. I think Javon Holland is going to separate himself and be a top three safety in the NFL by the end of the year. I think that he will be uh, one of the the most, you know, the biggest and most emerge, um and have the biggest emergence as a you know any Dolphins player does throughout the year as it progresses and I think that whether we like it or not our our team will go as far as our defense will take us and I think that Javon Holland will end up being the anchor of our defense you're gonna feel when he's not on the field and if you can feel when someone's not on the field that means you're pretty damn valuable yeah so I'm taking Javon Holland. I think he's going to have a great year. I I hope that uh he stays healthy. And if he can stay healthy and play all his games, big big things are coming for for the for the young guy. He's going to be uh he's going to be real special for us.
0: I can get behind that. Well, you hear to her? Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, look. We we're, we're 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 there. We made it to the end of the preseason. crispy. Uh. Really you gotta see it. Heard it here Heard it here Why does that feel like every time we have a, every now and then uh, this is having multiple podcasts in a row now, and I, you know I just I like yeah. this part. I I'm keeping this part up. in. I'm keeping oh, it good. in. Good. I'm not gonna you edit this part here out, out first, now. First, folks.
0: Yeah, heard, heard it here first, folks. First. Fuck! I still messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, here we go. Let's try this uh, the third time. Third time's a charm. You heard it here first, folks. Javon Holland is going to be our Dolphins MVP for this season. Uh, feels good to really talk right. But that's going to conclude our thoughts for preseason week three. We'll see you tomorrow for our 53-man prediction and any other little... Tidbits we'd like to throw in there. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of Dolphins Now presented by VSG. We hope you'll join us next week. Actually, no. It's not next week. We have that week off. There's a whole bye week before our season week one. Regular season week one. So we hope you'll join us two weeks from now for the first game of the Dolphins season. Where we're going to go home we're not traveling we're not leaving home so we'll see you in miami against new england and at top 100 quarterback in whack jones
1: top 85
0: make sure you use code vsgx25 in the life aid fit aid store for 25 percent off anything fit, fit aid energy yes. off there. what he said I've been crispy audio, and I've that's been, been Grito. <laughs> maybe That's
1: how week. we should do it. You, you know, you you do. You know, I I've been I've been crispy audio. Clearly, you have. I like that. Yes. You know, let me clearly say that you too. have. Yeah, go ahead and take that again.
0: So that being said, I've been crispy audio, and
1: I've been gorrito.
0: Till next week. fins up. Pins up.